Welcome back to Presence and Purpose, a show all about helping you build an authentic online presence and live out your God-given purpose. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Arndt. I built my brand strategy business back in the beginning of 2018 and quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. Now I help Christian coaches and service providers do the same. I'm here to help you attract the right clients and build a thriving online community with tangible tips, behind-the-scenes stories from women just like you, and lessons learned on all things branding, finding your people, sharing your message, and so much more. Today, I am going to be sharing the big picture of your brand and the five steps that I use with my own clients to help them build their own personal brand because I truly don't believe that you can give too much away for free and so I am giving it all away. But before I jump in, I've got a question for you. Do you wish there was an easier way to get visible to the people you're called to serve instead of wondering where they're hiding? Maybe you're starting to question if there's even a real person out there who needs what you have. I have totally been there. And I want you to know that you don't have to keep trying all the shiny strategies and you don't have to do this alone. I promise you, your people are out there and I want to help you find them, which is why I am so excited to announce that the doors are open again for Brand With Purpose. Brand With Purpose is a membership that I've created and it is really unlike anything out there. I've created it for women just like you to help you find your people online, build a client attracting brand, and propel you forward into your God-given purpose. There are weekly Q&A calls, core learning content around these five steps that I'm sharing in this episode today. There's a monthly guest expert training and an exclusive Facebook group to help you connect with the other members. The women inside the community have been seeing some incredible results. One of them recently had a massive shift in her business and breakthrough when she clarified her one-liner. She's been waking up early. She's been having so many ideas that she said she can't keep up. And I want you to experience that same breakthrough and momentum in your business. So if this is something that interests you, you can head on over to my website. It is natalieart.com slash membership to get all the details, and I hope to see you there. So let's jump into today's topic. I, like I said, I want to talk about kind of the big picture of how do you build your brand, right? What are the steps you need to take and that you need to have in place to build your personal brand? I do want to also point out, too, that I have these steps outlined in a free guide for you. If you head on over to bit.ly slash five brand essentials, I'll also put that link in the show notes for you. Um, You can grab these steps for you, right, if you're a visual person and you want to see them in front of you. But I am going to dive more in depth in this episode. All right, so number one is... You need to get, first of all, you need to get clear on your calling and get clear on your vision, right? God's vision for your business. Um, There are so many strategies out there, business models, and 
it's so easy to get caught up in the shiny things, right? Get shiny object syndrome and you're like, ooh, this looks cool. Ooh, I'm going to try this new exciting thing. Um, That is the best way to get nowhere in your business and lose all momentum. And I really don't want to see you stay stuck there. Um, I've been there so many times and that's why I want you to stay focused on what God's actually called you to do, right? So this means getting really clear on kind of that that tug that's on your heart, right? What do you feel like God's calling you to do? You might not have tons of clarity around that right now, but I really want you to write out, like physically write out so you can see it in front of you. Um, and it's not something that's just in your head. Like what do you feel is this calling that God's God's asking you to do in your business, right? Um, what is the vision that he's given you? Maybe there's certain ideas that he's put on your heart that maybe they're for now, maybe they're for later. Maybe you want to host events or retreats or write a book at some point, right? Like write down all the things, all the ideas um, that you've gotten, all the pieces of that God-given vision that you feel like you have gotten at some point in time. Um, to again, just really stay clear on what do you feel like God's actually calling you to do, okay? Because I don't want you to get sidetracked and start getting stuck in um, just all the decisions that we have to do as an online business owner, right? Like, should I have a high ticket or a low ticket offer? Should I do this business model or this? Um, And it all ties back to going back to that vision, right? There's been so many times where you are going to need to go back to that vision. And there's been many times in my business journey where I felt like I was just getting so distracted and so sidetracked and had to stop and be like, all right, God is telling me to go back to the vision. What's the vision? What's the last thing I knew he asked me to do? And usually I hadn't done it. So (laughs) I encourage you to really get clear on that first step, right? Number one, your calling and your vision. So number two is identify the unique value that you have, that you bring to your clients, your audience, your industry. I have said this before, but if you look too closely at the surface level similarities of all the other coaches around you and in your industry, that's when we start to feel like, well, what's so different about me? Or just really... um, you know, get stuck in comparison, and I really want you to dig deeper, right? Don't get stuck at those surface level similarities. There are going to be other coaches. There are going to be many. There's thousands of coaches who have similar services to you. Um, They might charge less than you or more than you, right? Like, don't get stuck on those details. I want you to really dig deeper and think about what is the unique value? How has God uniquely equipped you and um, created you, right, to serve your people, to create this this business and, um, you know, serve your audience, So I've got some questions for you to help you kind of think more about what is that unique value that you bring. So think about, is there anything in your journey that helps you relate to your people, right? Is there anything, um, is there like a, a key part of your story that has led you here to starting this business and will help people connect with you specifically, Is there anything that you bring to the table that's different from most people in your industry, right? Is there anything that you do in your approach or that you believe 
um, that's kind of like counterculture or goes against the grain to most people in your industry. Those are the things that you really need to um, pull out, right? Those are not things to um, try to hide. And I'm going to give you some examples here. So this can totally be the case of um, using something that could be a quote unquote weakness to your advantage, right? And I'll share an example from my business. I am a self-taught brand strategist and designer, okay? I did not go to college for marketing or graphic design or anything related to that. I went to college for nutrition. (laughs) I am a self-taught brand strategist and designer. But what I do, how I can turn that into a strength of mine is um, by telling people about the fact that, yes, I am self-taught. I learned how to build a brand, right? I knew nothing about branding when I got started, okay? And so I can take the fact that I am self-taught and turn it around and say, look, if I can learn how to do this, you can too. I promise you it's not that hard and I'm gonna show you how, right? So if there's something that maybe that's what it is for you and you feel like, Um, most people in my industry, you know, went and got their life coaching or health coaching certification. Um, you know, if if that qualification piece is something that you are maybe feeling like you need to hide in your business, I really encourage you to think about how you can use that as a strength and turn it around. Because again, like if you have learned from life experience, if you have gone through your own struggles and now you're helping people through that, that is so powerful, right? And that is going to make people want to work with you specifically because they know that you get them and they feel, they they have complete confidence that you understand them because it's not like I'm um, helping people lose weight because I technically have the expertise and knowledge to do this. It's no, I am so passionate about helping people lose weight because I did it too and I know what it's like to struggle and I'm gonna get you through to the other side. All right, so number three, that was number two, your unique value. Number three is your ideal client. This is a huge one. This is one of the most important things that you need to get super, super clear on. And in case you can't tell already, it's something that I'm often talking about, basically like all the time it seems like, um, because it is such a big thing, right? When this ideal client piece of your brand and your business is unclear, it's gonna be really hard to move forward. So I want you to think about who are you most called to serve, right? Write out what comes to mind. Who is that person that you feel most called to serve? And why, okay? Why do you feel called to serve that specific type of person? Again, did you go through similar struggles that she's currently facing right now? Um, I'd really just encourage you to anchor in who, you know, who you feel called to serve, but also why. Anchor in the why so you can resist the urge to keep your audience broad, okay? Because the number one objection that I hear to narrowing down your ideal client is that you feel like you could, keyword could, help these people too, right? You know, I I had a coaching session just earlier today and um, she was talking about how, you know, she's helping people 
heal from a certain type of trauma and there's a certain direction that by the end of our session she got really clear on but at the beginning of the conversation it was kind of like well I could help them with this and she was she was casting this wide net of things that she technically could help them with right she's perfectly qualified to help them do the the um work to get that inner healing right um with related to different types of trauma, but there are specific people that she is called to serve, right? And so she got really clear on who that was so that she can really help those people. So if that's you, if that's your objection is that you're like, well, I technically could help these other people, like the tools that I have or the approach that I, you know, use in my business, like it could help other people too. Um, I want to challenge you to really, really zoom into the person that you're best equipped to serve and that you feel called to serve in your business because that is your duty, right? Like I so strongly believe that it really is, um, it's an issue of stewarding, right? We are stewarding our call. We want to steward our business. We want to steward our audience and really serve the specific people that God has called you to help. All right, I'm stepping off my soapbox. So that is number three, your ideal client. Number four is your message. This is another big one. Um, But I want to share what you really need to know, right? When you're getting clear on like your message and how to communicate um, what you want to say to people, right? In a way that in a way that really resonates with them and gets their attention. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to think about what is the number one thing that your people want? I want you to list out all the benefits that you can think of and then look and see if there is a common denominator or is there like something at the root of those benefits. So to give you an example, when I was um, doing some market research, I think it was earlier, earlier in the year, earlier in 2020, um, and I was trying to really zoom in on like, okay, what is the number one thing for my people? Um, I found out through this process and having conversations and putting some posts out there, asking questions, um, that for you guys, it's ideal clients, right? That piece, um, finding the people that you're called to serve, right? Like that is the number one thing that my audience really wants. And so I put out posts and I would literally give them options and be like, when it comes to your brand or when it comes to fill in the blank, whatever, um, whatever you do or whatever area you help people with, what is it that you really want? And then give them some options like one, two or three, A, B or C, um, And just see what really resonates with people, right? Because you might, and this is usually the case, you might think it's one thing, right? Like I I know that I spent a lot of time in my business kind of leading with um, what I saw a lot of other people in the branding industry do, which is leading with like, you know, when you invest in your brand or when you build your personal brand, you're going to stand out, right? Or you're going to Um, be an authority or you're going to be a go-to expert, right? Like I was using this terminology that is so commonly used in my industry, but just because it's commonly used in my industry and with other brand strategists out there does not mean that it resonates with my audience. And it wasn't, right? Because that, I'm sure that stuff is still very important to you guys, right? Like you want to um, rise above the noise. You don't want to feel like you're just totally getting lost in you know, a sea of health coaches or life coaches. Um, but again, because I've, I've talked to so many women now, um, I know that the number one thing that you really want, that the majority of you want is 
to find the people that you're called to serve, right? So again, encourage you, encourage you to list out those benefits and look at what is the root of, of those different benefits, right? Like what's the common denominator or what's the common theme there? And then another part of getting really clear on your messaging is to look at what are your core messaging themes or content pillars. Um, so to give you an example, these are these are basically like big bucket categories that capture everything that's relevant to your audience, your expertise, um, you know, the different different topics or different areas, essentially, that you're going to be talking about consistently over and over and over again. Um, So mine are personal branding, faith, and authentic audience growth. So those are the things that I am consistently talking about whenever I am creating content or sharing a message right in my business. Um, it's, it's under one of these categories. And so, um, once you have done this, once you've created kind of those, like I said, those big bucket categories, um, then you can go and brainstorm topics underneath each of those messaging themes or content themes, whatever you want to call them. Um, this is where the ideas start flowing and, this is where I always see, I I love seeing people when they kind of get this clarity and get this um, breakthrough. They're like, oh, okay, because it's so, so frustrating to feel like you don't know what to say, right? Like, I'm sure you're not lacking in things to say and ideas. You might feel stuck because you don't know where to start. But once you identify what those um, messaging themes are for you, right? Like those big bucket categories and you start brainstorming, like the ideas are just gonna start flowing. Um, One of my favorite tools to use is called Trello. Um, If you haven't tried it out, I highly recommend it. It is a free website that you can use. They have an app too. Um, And I'm using it all the time in my business. It is, you can basically create these boards and it's all drag and drop and you can create a, um, like a a category for each of these and then write your topics underneath and drag them around and it's wonderful. So highly recommend that if you're looking for a, a way to organize all these ideas that you have. All right, so that was number four is your message, and number five is your visual brand, which is another big one. Um, and again, I'm just I'm covering the big picture here and kind of the the first steps for for getting momentum and getting clarity on your personal brand. So when you think about your visual brand, I want you to think first about the emotions or the feeling that you want your brand to have. Um, More specifically, or to put this another way, um, how do you want people to feel, right? When they talk to you, when they um, see your website, like when they're in your Facebook group, how do you want them to feel? What is that um, impression that you wanna have on them? In my business, I want people to feel peaceful. I want them to feel very grounded, right? Grounded in like who they are. Um, I want them to feel calm, right? I'm not a, I do get get passionate about um, things that I love to talk about, but overall, I am a very calm, like down to earth person. So I want my brand to feel that way. I want to um, create this, impression that I am a very approachable person, right? I'm going to listen 
to you. I'm going to hold this mirror up to you and I'm going to help you see this is who you are and this is how you can reflect that in your brand, right? That's how I want people to see me, right? I, I want people to feel that way when they um, come across my Facebook group or my website or my podcast, whatever it is. Um, so think about what those emotions are for you um, and list them out, all right? And then once you've done that, I want you to envision your brand, okay? So you can literally close your eyes and think about if my brand were a place, what, where would it be, okay? If it were a season, right, what would that season be? So again, thinking about, um, you know, envisioning that, that location of your brand, where is it, what season is it, what are you wearing, how do you feel, right? Just really feel into that, um, and, and I bet you're going to start getting kind of a, a mental picture. Um, and this is always really fun to hear people share because we all have such different visions and styles and brands. Um, and this is where, again, how I shared, we can get stuck on the surface level similarities so, um, so easily, right? Because people have similar offerings and services and business models as us, but this is why I am such a firm believer in the power of personal branding and really pulling those things out and, and um, you know, bringing the unique things, again, other, other steps here of um, what is it that's different about you, right? Because there might be a lot of people in your industry who are presenting a certain way, um, but if you show up authentically as yourself, that's when you start pulling in your people, Um all right, so and then once you envision your brand, right, you've got those emotions, you've kind of envisioned your brand, I want you to go to Pinterest and pin all the images, okay? This is what you've probably already done, but with this clarity now, once you've kind of gone through these steps, I want you to find images that capture those feelings, right, and that vision that you've got. So if you envision your brand as a beach somewhere and you're at this beautiful um, beach house somewhere, like find images that make you feel that way, okay, don't worry about colors specifically, don't worry about, don't worry about creating it curating it basically is what what I'm trying to say here. I don't want you to go to Pinterest trying to carefully curate the board according to what you think other people are showing up as in your industry or online or what looks professional. I want you to really feel into what are those feelings that you want to evoke with your audience. What is that vision that you have for your brand and how can you bring that to life? Because I want you to have this Pinterest board that when you look at it, it just, it feels like you, right? And it just like, it gives you all the warm fuzzies because you're like, this is so, this is so what I had in mind. This is exactly what is kind of in my head, all right? So those are the steps, all right? Just to recap really quick, number one, you need to get clear on your, your calling and your vision. You need to stay focused on what God has actually called you to do in your business. Number two, you need to embrace and get clear on the unique value that you personally bring to your audience, to your business, to your industry. Number three, you need to know who you are called to serve. You need to know the specific ideal client that you are talking to and that you are actually trying to reach with your business and your message. And then number four is your message. Um, so 
getting really clear on what is it people actually want? What am I sharing here? So again, I can stay focused and I can really be sure to share a message that resonates with people and really gets their attention. And then number five is your visual brand. So again, focusing on those emotions, focusing on that vision that you have and really starting to bring that to life and really starting to get clear on that. All right, so I hope this was helpful. Again, I know this is kind of a big picture. Um, If this is something that you are looking for further support with, you are always more than welcome to email me. You can email me at hello at nataliearnt.com. And then I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you've loved this episode, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. It means the world to me, but more importantly, it helps more women find and benefit from this show. And if you're not already plugged into the Presence and Purpose Facebook group, come join us. I want you to get plugged into the community and get the support you need because we're not meant to do this whole business thing alone. Until next time.